See those little black boxes? They're called telephones. I'm gonna let you on a little secret about these telephones. They're not gonna dial themselves, okay? Without you, they're just worthless hunks of plastic. Like a loaded M16 without a trained Marine to pull the trigger. And in the case of the telephone, it's up to each and every one of you, my highly trained Stratonites, my killers, my killers who will not take no for an answer, my fucking warriors, who will not hang up the phone until their client either buys or fucking dies! <laughs> Bitch, I did it, I made it, I'm loved and I'm hated I started from the bottom, now my neighborhood is gated What's up on Baffled Clan? We are uh, episode 9, uh, it's week 10 in Baffle And here is your week 9 recaps The Voldemort's demoted Jefferson to the flex And boy did it light a fire just bright enough to take down Kadarius Tony Montana And the big guys, 79-74 No scandal or schedule rigging was required this week for the commission to pick up his first win all it needed was a date with Jamie's revenge tour that's looking more and more like the short bus these days. Wolves 97, McFarves 56. The Tuners had the mystic Jamar chasing more points as they yank and pull his McNichols through the mud. 78-64. The offenders busted a nut all over the broskies during this points book cake, which had to leave an especially bad taste in Cosgrove's mouth after getting 75 points from his running backs, but only 12 points from his beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. Offenders 128, <laughs> Bro Steelers 127. <laughs> the Spa Lords admitted defeat not once, not twice, but thrice, yet somehow managed an 18 spot from a tight end whose name I can't pronounce. The Zen Sharks roster looks Patrick Mahomeless as they fall 101-96. <laughs> the Brown Cheeks threw down the metaphorical choke slam this week as Miles <laughs> Trashcan Gaskin and Coke doubled up the pound 130-66. Thankfully, all dogs go to heaven because these dogs need to be taken behind the barn if you catch them drift. <laughs> Jeez. The hogs are thanking Grandpa Peterson for bringing home the bacon last week as they catch the carbs sleeping under under the Uzoma spell. Hogs 93, Magic Poops 82. <laughs> all right. Oh, there you go. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Nice little bye week for us, eh? That's it. Yeah, rested up the injuries. Yeah, got the... I was going to say the throat worked out, but <laughs> that's, that's, that's a tough one. Um, anyway, it was an exciting week. We have tons of trades to talk about. Mm -hmm. So let's move on. The first trade uh, involves you. So the Sharks acquired a conditional 2022 first, which means basically it's the second best of your three first round picks. Mm -hmm. your 2022 third and your 2022 fourth and in return the magic carps acquired the nicholas fucking chubb uh the tampa yes, bay sir. defense and the zen sharks 2022 fourth round pick yeah and i had to correct that because his uh fourth round pick is is locked up in a conditional pick or trade with pearson Okay. So I just took his fifth. I was like, whatever. I get Nicholas Chubb. Like, yeah, like I'll throw care. you a bone. I don't need your fourth. I can take a fifth. It doesn't right, matter. Right. I'm drafting my kicker by that time anyways. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. So walk me through the trade. I messaged him like, last week. He won last week. Mm -hmm. And I knew that he, he was like kind of teeter-tottering on whether he was going to sell everything or, right. or try and make a playoff push. Um, but his team just doesn't look like, I think if Mahomes was any good, he'd be going for it, but mm -hmm. he just has no confidence in that. And when you strike out on your first round pick, um, it's, it's tough to have a super competitive team. So I told him, I was I like, mean, Hey man, I mean, you and I don't, did. well, yeah, that's very true. Don't, don't sleep on me. Like message me whenever you decide to trade, because I don't want what Pearson did to happen to me again, where like he traded a good running back for like like a price that i could afford and didn't even message me whatsoever yeah. so he knew i was in the market i thought it was just like henderson and then he said do you want henderson or chubb and i was like yes <laughs> like how do i how do you say no to chubb mm -hmm. so yeah. i i threw together an offer which he uh, deemed fair mm -hmm. and then i asked him to throw in the tampa bay defense because they have a pretty uh 
pretty sexy looking playoff schedule for us. So yeah, it was Devin like, oh boy, he is easy to negotiate, right? Like, yeah, you know where he stands. It's nice. Yeah. If you throw him garbage, like he'll, he'll tell you it's garbage, but if you throw him a fair offer, like, you know, he'll consider it. Yep. Yeah. That, that, and honestly, like I traded for like his, his best player and, and keeper. Um, I gave up a, a decent price tag, but it was like a four minute discussion. Yeah, so I was the other GM in the mix because I've been texting him every every week since he said I'm going to sell Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of been checking in, and then uh, yesterday morning, or not yesterday, but I guess Monday morning was it or Tuesday anyway. Whenever the trade went down, I had been texting him back and forth as well. Um, I thought I had a package. He said he was going to sit on it for a minute, and then came back with, "Okay, I just got a a better offer. Here's what it is. Can you match?" I just I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, but you've got the picks to uh, to make it happen. So congrats, man, Nicholas Chubb. That must feel yeah. nice. He's coming home. Yep, <laughs> he's coming home. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. In my hey, mind, it's, it's good now because now, like, yeah, you can shit on me for having uh, Najee Harris, but yeah. then you know when he's that's when true. He's, yeah, when he's the RB two to the Nick Chubb. Like, okay, so that's why you did it. Yeah, um, gotta balance. It out. <laughs> yeah, the good and the bad. So nice little segue into the second trade that went down by the Zen Sharks, um, who have seemingly traded their two best players. Um, they acquired a second round pick in Jalen Waddle from yours truly, the Hibiscus Battlehawks, uh, who acquired Daryl Henderson Jr. Uh, so obviously I need some running back help uh, to begin with, let alone with Sanders going down. I needed even more help. Uh, so I was happy to get him for what I felt was a fair price. Yep. Um, didn't love getting rid of Waddle, but I have the luxury with where my wide receivers are at. I would have rather it been Higgins. That was the deal breaker was it's got to be Waddle. So fine to give him up to to get the running back help. And I, I think Henderson has a nice, um, like to me, he's a top 10 running back this year, the rest of the way. And if not, it's like worst case he's in the top 12. And like, I wasn't even getting a sniff of that yeah, uh, with, he's with the running backs in, I had. Yeah. Rest of season, he's an RB1. Yeah. Um, but, it's, and, and that's it. He's, he's likely a pure rental for you, right? Like you have acres on the IR whom will, will likely come back and be the RB1 for that team. Mm-hmm. But that's why it was nice that you didn't have to pay like a first round pick or multiple picks. Like yeah. I think a second round pick was was more than fair yeah i think so uh the next trade of the day the voldemort's acquired james connor am i saying that right voldemort's yeah you nailed it (laughs) okay great thanks um they acquired james connor and bobby trees uh and the offenders acquired justin jefferson it's another big name on the move Mm -hmm. what were your thoughts on that one i was surprised I think Adib, I guess, is looking to solidify his team. And, and Connors has been great, and especially with Edmonds going down. Like, he's a locked-in, probably RB1. Like, it, yeah. you mentioned that he's got 11 touchdowns, which is absurd. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if he continues this pace, that's got to be historic. Some, right? Like, what's the most touchdowns by a running back? 20? 22? LT has 22 or something? I have no idea. Anyways, like, he's on pace to come pretty damn close to that so we'll see if he continues his pace then it then it's a good trade uh for a deep I, I think i think he was probably getting tired of jefferson like some some weeks would be on fire other weeks would be kind of ho-hum mm-hmm. so he's like you know i can get that from robert woods plus upgrade my running backs so yep yeah it was a good trade i like personally i, I it's funny because i was bugging him about jefferson a few times and he's like no I'm not trading him but I guess when, I guess when you get a absolute legend like James Conner, you can't uh, can't say no. Yeah, there you go. Um, I have been, uh, Brent has been dangling this package of uh, Robert Woods and James Conner to me for weeks, wow. and we came kind of close, um, but he wanted to hold off until week nine was behind us because of buys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we were kind of thinking Deontay Johnson in there potentially. Uh, just because my running back situation was so bad. Yeah. Um, but then James Conner had a massive week, obviously. And then with uh, with Edmonds going down, I think James Conner is 
a clear top 10 running back until Edmund get Edmund, Edmonds gets back mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in that offense, right? It's not necessarily about James Connor's talent. It's just about his opportunity in that offense. And to me, he's a top 10 running back. Yeah. I think he probably, uh, is at his highest that he he could possibly be. I think if yep. once Kyler starts getting healthier again and mm-hmm. uh, they start playing some you know tougher opposition, they'll have to start. I don't know. Agreed. The ball a little more, like mixing it around. They can't just hand it off to Connors every time because yep. I don't think he's that talented. But hey, yeah, I'll always say touchdowns. too. I think um, obviously Brent's banking on Jefferson getting back to his form, which I definitely think he can. He's an mm-hmm. exceptional wideout. I think anytime you're getting a running back without having to trade picks is nice. So I think yeah. both guys did pretty well. Mm-hmm. And and Brent didn't need Connors, right? Like he's got suitable running backs anyway. So yeah, he sold yeah, high on exactly. he sold high on Connors. But yep. if Connors continues to produce like he's doing the last couple of weeks, it's going to look pretty uh, pretty iffy for I, him. I also don't think he has another running back. Who Brent? Yeah. I yeah, don't, like his, his outside of is, his two, like he has Robinson Swift and I'm not sure he has anybody else. No, that's it. So he, right now he's comfortable starting those two guys, but if there's an injury, uh, like Robinson, oh, he has Dernis Johnson, hurt. but yeah. Yeah. But once Hunt comes back and Chubb kills COVID, yeah. uh, well, you know, that's kind of a useless thing. So yeah, he, he's banking on no injuries, which Robinson is coming back from an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a little scary, but. Yep. Yeah. You can't anyway. you can't play scared, right? You can't play like, Can't play oh, scared, Dev. Nope. Can't play scared. You heard, heard it here first. Yep. Uh the next trade that went down. Holy the uh Broskis. Yeah, the Broskis acquired Jamal Williams. Yeah. Oh, this one. And uh this the Battlehawks acquired Sony Michelle. So literally it just it took two seconds. I'm like, hey, Williams has more touches than Michelle week a week out, and you have no reason for him. So can we just swap the two? He's like, Yep. Um the next trade, I think this is the final one we got to talk about. Yeah. The Voldemorts again. Uh, I'm getting a little cocky saying that. They acquired Tom Brady, who is QB1 right now, uh, and a, a 12th round pick. Yeah, the, whatever the last pick is. Like whatever. To the McFarves. Uh, in exchange, the McFarves acquired, or no. Yeah, that's what Adib acquired. And the Jamie and the McFarves acquired Aaron Rodgers, Latavius Murray, and a sixth round pick. Yeah. So while that Brady went for for that low in my mind. Like Latavius Murray is is what? Like he one, he's hurt. I don't yes. know if it's if he's even practicing right now or if he's like projected to play. Don't know. But um like brady is is clear number one in the number one offense like mm-hmm. ha, like is not going to be slowing down for the rest of the year and rogers has been is he even like top 10 maybe top 14 like maybe he's playable i think in no, our he's, league he's, he's a cutie yeah maybe in our league because yeah, there's 14 know. teams i don't know anyways i i was surprised that it it was such a low cost yep. for getting brady I yeah. understand Jamie was desperate for a running back, mm-hmm. but Latavius Murray, like you might as well just go on the waiver wire farm. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we don't know just because Freeman and Bell have seemingly filled in quite nicely while yeah, Murray's just, been out. So we don't I just know. Don't like want it... anything from that backfield. Yeah, yep, same. I mean, Jamie's I mean, in desperate times, but yeah, he is. He he like needs I, literally anyone that can be on the field. He, he needs a pulse there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that does it. That wraps up the trades mm-hmm. so far uh, this week. Um, on yeah, to the so waiver. Yeah, on to we the waivers. Add that um, well, the the trade deadline is November twentieth. Yeah. So. so next week's the last week. So if we yeah, let's talk about that now. So next week's episode is going to be. We're not going to do any matchups next week. We're going to concentrate solely on the trade deadline. We can break down any trades that are going down that have happened any trades that we think might happen and any any of the rumors that baffle tweets has been thrown out into the twitter sphere yeah i think um especially if activity is is low um we'll, we'll spice up with some trade suggestions as well yeah. maybe to get the the creative juices flowing in some of these guys yeah but 
Yeah. yeah. You know, we'll see. Because like, and I mean, trading, we might need trading is to... one of the best parts of of fantasy football, if right? not the best. Exactly. Aside from winning. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the draft is okay, and uh, oh, yeah, honorable mention to to Chomps as he is participating in our podcast today. Yeah, you can he hear him slightly in the background. It's perfect. Yeah. So if you guys have been thinking like, wow, I kind of have to pee a little bit, and I don't know why, it's because you're you're hearing the drip from the yeah. filter. It's our guy. Nice soothing drip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah. Uh, we also might need to leave some space next week for the commish because sounds like he's got a lot to get off his chest. Yeah, he's he's been pretty fired up. I he's... mean, it's it's nice that uh, the wind kind of woke up the slumbering giant here because yeah, he's been pretty useless. Like, he's... I'll, yeah, I'm not afraid what? with him tearing me a new one. Commish, uh, I'm I'm all happy for it, but holy shit, man, the commish is back. Yeah, he's back, fired. and I All hope he's yeah. That's what I I need him to come on next week. Let's yeah. hope he reaches out because I need him to come on next week and let off some steam <laughs> while things are still brewing. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the waiver wire. Um, not much to talk about at all, which is kind of nice. Yes. Um, the top dollar went to Brandon Bolden. It's the big guy signed their guy for $17. What? Sorry, I know you were going to run through this list. What's the the reasoning there? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, I think okay. Har- Harris has a Harris has a head injury, I believe. Yeah, he's like questionable. So I know that the big guys also have... Ramondre? Stevenson. Ramondre? Yeah, not, not going there. I'm feeling Stevenson. good after saying Voldemort 17 times. <laughs> um. So he just wants the entire... What the fuck, man, is Pearson doing? Like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's so sick. Just wants three New England running backs? Oh, it's so good, dude. I love it. I love right. it. I almost paid way too much for Damian Harris a couple weeks ago. I almost went in on Kenneth Gainwell. And you know what happens is... And it was almost the reverse of what happened. I think I learned my lesson a bit last year where I just like was going nuts with like cam makers and Gibson and like all this kind of stuff where I was Mm -hmm. like, I think I just need to like hold some of these guys until I like let stuff, you know, play out a couple weeks and see where it lands. And geez, like, thank God I didn't pull the trigger on some of those, but yeah, I don't know what he's up to. I don't know what he's up to. Uh, The next one, Noah Fant to the Carps for $15. Yeah, can I tell a funny story? Oh, man, I, think, I would love to hear it. I think I I may have mentioned it a bit on the chat, but yep. I know not everyone reads through all seven hundred and twelve messages a day. When uh, Knox, the tight end for Buffalo, got injured, I reached out to Nick and I was like, "Hey, what's your price tag for Fant?" And he was like, "Hit me with an offer," which I absolutely hate. Like, mm-hmm. I hate when people are so afraid to like throw out an offer that they're just like, "Let's see what." with Devin maybe Devin will offer me like a first round pick right anyways that kind of grinds my gears a bit but anyways he was like uh, you know what's your offer and I was like a seventh round pick or something like that and he's like a third will do it and I was like well no I need him for like one week right just let's do like a really low pick he's like nope third or nothing so obviously I didn't trade him then you know a week later he gets diagnosed with COVID and he's not playing so Nick messages me he says okay fine I'm a good guy. I'll give you Noah Fant on the I'm a good guy. for for a fifth round pick. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not. Like I don't need him. Yeah. Then a week later, or not even a week later, maybe a day later, he drops him. <clears throat> and so then I messaged him and I was like, Hey man, like why didn't you hit me up for like the original seventh round pick? Like I probably would have given that to you. Or like, like even of, some fab or something. Yeah, like Fant is a serviceable tight end and like like he's probably a top 14 tight end when when he's healthy. And he's he he didn't say it, but you know like you can picture his like and he like puts his hands up in the air like reaction and he's mm-hmm. like I don't trade for 7th round picks. I only he's like for that price. I'm just going to release the guys. He's like it's not worth it for me. And I was like, uh, okay. You're so like, he uh... he mentioned he's like he's like, what do you even do with seventh round picks? And then I pulled up <laughs> I pulled up the draft board and yeah. I looked at like seventh round and lower. And I didn't write down the list of names, but like if you look at some of the guys that were drafted after the seventh round, and uh-huh. then you look at his team, you're just like, oh, you needed that seventh round pick, pal. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, you could have used it. 
Yeah, and then uh, so then instead of trading a seventh round pick or giving him fifteen fab, like I I just got him for absolutely free, only a little bit of money, but not a big deal. Heck yeah, brother. Anyways, I I don't understand what he was up to, but hey. Yeah. Anyway, you got your guy. I, yeah, I guess you so. got your guy. I got my backup tight end. Yeah, and Nick got nothing for it. He did spend ten dollars a uh, ten dollar bid on it though. Yeah, lost sucker. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Um, you know Benjamin, the next one, to the pontooners for $9. Obviously, he's the second Arizona Cardinals running back on the depth chart now that Edmonds is down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pontooners definitely need some help there, or just in general. So congrats to everybody on your bids this week. Uh, those were the big ones. The rest of them, I think, were all defenses, kickers, that kind of stuff. So nothing else to really talk about there unless you mm-hmm. – have another fun next story to tell. Did no one else bid on Eno Benjamin? Nobody. Hmm, interesting. Yep. Yep. I thought maybe Jamie was going to go in on that one, but... Uh... Yeah. Like, anyway, that's interesting. Yep. And uh, can I do a few shout-outs that I liked? I liked oh, my God. Tuners. Yeah, please. Pontooners picking up our boy DPJ. Hey. I really like that. Yep. The Zen Sharks picking up the Baltimore defense. Mm. That's a little... Mm. Don't love that. Mm. Suspect. Mm. 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 Yeah. Um, mm. I also really like the big guys picking up Russell Gage. I feel like that is just an absolute guy that he would have on his team. Yeah, his that's that's on brand. Russell Gage's. That's on brand. Yeah. And then finally, um, kind of a poo-poo to this whole league, of letting uh, Elijah Moore just pass on by, like not a single bid on him after putting up two yeah. touchdown game. That's kind of strange. I didn't have a yeah. lot of room. I thought about dropping uh, – uh, Beckham for him, but yeah. then I thought it was like it's kind of just like a lateral move, and I don't really care about that last roster spot. I might as well just. I just yeah. In case he's a stud. I'm still just like accumulating running backs, and <laughs> don't want to drop one of them to pick up a guy that I won't start. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I still don't know. Like I know it looks like Mike White's starting Sunday. Mm-hmm. We didn't know that ahead of time. Plus, mm-hmm. with Corey Davis coming back, it's like what's he. Is he yep. gonna take more targets? I don't know, but definitely worth a flyer, I would say. Yeah, just on Elijah that, Moore, uh, you know. That Pearson didn't grab him. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Do you want to move on to the loser of the week? I would love that. All right. You're a loser but a dreamer. You're tired, but you're strong. You're going on no evidence. You don't listen to common sense. You went all in. And you were wrong. You are such a loser. Good for you. It's something that a lot of people can't do. Trying is hard. That's why people don't do it. Losing is hard. They can't make it through it. But not you. You are such a loser. Most of the league took a collective shit this week. So we're going to give a collective award to all the teams that couldn't make it to 80 points. Is that fair? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let me run them. Let me run down. Who's getting the award this week? For I just want to um Corey Corey decided this this target, this 80, 80 point threshold. <laughs> so I'm well aware that I scored that a you just made it? 82. I know. Um however I'm also uh point out that I, I did score more than like half this league. So anyways, I, I'm not it wasn't like a biased uh threshold or target line. Just wanted to Yeah, put thank, that there. thanks thanks for mentioning it so I don't have to. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, the McFarves, number one on the list with 56 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. Yeah, just going to leave that one out there. That's That's got to be historically bad. I think so. Like, I know there was a week where Adib put up zero, so he kind of screwed up our record book forever because he's a big a-hole. Right. But I think 56 might be the lowest after that. Okay. Okay, let's let somebody make a note of that. Mm-hmm. Fact check that, please. The dog pound was sixty six points. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got loser. Did I get loser of the week last week for or two weeks ago for putting up sixty six points? Or no, Chris gave me an honorable mention for putting up sixty six points. Yeah, sixty five points. <clears throat> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Okay, the big guys next on the list was seventy four nope. points. Nope. Did no? you mention the, the Mystics at 64? <laughs> My list isn't even complete. 
No, he just had another loser on the there. The Mystics with 64 points. Yes. Holy shit, dude. I th- and I think that one, like, if we're going to pick, like, one of the big losers, it, it's got to be the Mystics because this was a potential bust through and get into the playoffs. And instead, he lost to the to the pontooners who's also on the list like at just 78 points it's like you you could have made the playoffs you could be in the playoffs yeah you loser you could have done it yeah and that sucks that sucks the big guys with 74 points yeah next on the list they're always there so they're usually there right what's new yeah yeah um the pontooners with 78 points yeah and the w as we mentioned and the W against the Mystics. <laughs> My God. Um, and the fucking Voldemorts winning with 79 points. Uh, yeah, yeah. You mean the, the guy who's announced that he's a contender? Yeah, that he's, he's coming for you. He's team with 79 points. Yeah, he's coming for you. Spooky. Yeah. Look out, man. <laughs> and also, let's now that we're on a deep, this is a nice little segue here because... The podcast influence is in full effect, and it's yes. proven now with the fact that Adib has a name, a new name, mm-hmm. and a logo. Yeah, we bullied him into it. Yeah, the unbaffled clout is. Uh, it works, so he couldn't like. Steam. Yeah, all of his buddies were listening to the podcast, being like, "Dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah. why don't you have a logo? What's wrong with you? I thought you loved this league, <laughs> right?" Yeah, you just couldn't take like, the dude, pressure. You, like, yeah, you talk about this league all the time. You don't even have a logo? Yeah. Yeah. And he does. He does now. He's got one now. Yeah. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. All right. Matchup time? Matchup time. All right. Kick us off. Choose your destiny. Flawless. Here we go. Let's talk a matchup of the week. Let's start her off strong. 13th place big guys, 14th place wolves. <laughs> Man, I've been waiting for this matchup. Hey, I, uh, I'm i going to say this. Although they're 1-8, and eight, the wolves are, are seemingly healthy again. They are looking to claw themselves out of the basement. And, and you know, they're getting their two elite talents back in, in Christian McCaffrey and Jerry Judy. They look... They're going to be full strength, ready to go now. Mm-hmm. Pearson's team is a bunch of... Uh, I have written down, like, talk about how budget his players are. Yeah. But I, I think I nailed it on the head. Uh, pat myself on the back. We're like, his team is just Russell Gages. Top to bottom, other than Josh <laughs> Allen, Russell Gages fucking everywhere. Zach Moss has a concussion. What's he doing? <sighs> he well, who else is he going to play? One of the 19... Ramondre. Actually. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, he like he from that trade when he brought over Beasley, he like ride or dies the Bills, and that's fine. Yeah, assuming that they're not gonna fucking put up six points and lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars every week. Yeah, he should put up like a decent amount of points, especially through Josh Allen. But I I think that Commissioner Bob is is back. His team now is not a 14th place team. I don't think that. You know, if he remained healthy the whole year, uh, he'd be necessarily a playoff team. But but he's like a bubble guy. I think he's like a tenth place team with this roster. So I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look forward to him beating the big guys, sending the big guys down to the basement, and uh, and uh, start clawing his way out of the fishbowl. Yeah, I'm gonna have to side with you too. I think it's a, I think it's a wolves week again. I think they're gonna string together two wins here and mm-hmm. level up with the big guys. I'm not sure what the where the points four is at, but um, I could definitely see them leveling the record, the record field here. This is a this is a nice little matchup for for some of the bubble teams here. If the Wolves can pull this out and sort of keep Pearson off of the three win tier, um, yes. so I think some of those bubble teams are. are are thinking this is a big one you know they'll be paying that, close attention is, to this matchup yeah that is true when we're looking at at points four uh bobby is only down by about 17 points so okay so a, a win 
and I think he'll score a decent chunk of points this week. Yeah. Should uh, vault him ahead of the big guys. Okay. Okay, so we're both on the Wolves. Both on the Wolves. Nice. Let's move over to the... Let's do your matchup. Let's do the first place uh, Magikarps versus the 11th place McFarves. Coming off of a loss, I fully expect the Magikarps to go ballistic here. Um, it would be nice, like, you know, selfishly to see a little bit of a losing skid heading into the trade deadline just to see if you do anything drastic. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with your uh, newest acquisition, Chubb, uh, likely sitting with the COVID machine. Um, although it's kind of hard to complain with, uh, you know, Chris Godwin or CD Lamb or somebody in your flex. Like, yes. kind of hard to complain about that. Um, let's start with the running backs here. I, I, I can't really see Latavius Murray, a doubtful Latavius Murray, and Ronald Jones uh, keeping up with Harris and, and Eckler this week. <laughs> Uh, we've 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 talked about his wide receivers. We usually do every week. I think with the struggles of the Kansas City offense, it's one thing we haven't really talked about that I think is really hurting. Um, can really hurt Jamie uh, till the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the McFarves have much of a shot here. But what the McFarves have that the Magic Carbs don't have is Baker fucking Mayfield. Yeah, I was And that is enough for me to take the McFarves this week. <laughs> okay? That is enough for me to do it. All right, that's that's fair. I'm I can't argue there. I mean, he he might get 0 points from his running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Baker's Baker's the man. Baker's the man. I literally have daily uh dreams, I guess nightly dreams of when he made that that run who like two games ago uh against pittsburgh and then he yep. got like it was kind of a late hit out of yeah, bounds uh, yeah and then he's like he runs back on the field because he landed on his shoulder and he like throws the first down sign out and i was like holy fuck i absolutely adore this man like, yeah, i would yeah. die for baker mayfield so would i in moments like that that's what bothered me when obj was just like sulking walking by him like yeah. get fired up you fucking turd yeah. And um, I remember, I think it was a Romo and Nance game. Mm-hmm. And Nance was like, uh-oh, Baker looks mad as he got up. And then yeah. Romo was like, no, he's just fired up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, when he went down, everyone, I think, held their breath. And they were like, oh, Right, because no. the shoulder and stuff, right? That looked ugly. And then mm-hmm. he just, like, barreling through his, like, the defensive players just yeah. to throw the gun out. Honestly, maybe we should start a Browns podcast. Because I was watching Batonio's uh, presser after his his signing i was watching it today and just honestly watching that got me so fired up he's so nice and he's like so well spoken and kind and just like a gentle giant um but when he talked about baker like he was just like that's that's our guy he's like that's our guy like i don't want to go anywhere else it's baker like i you know what I mean? They're asking about the most like memorable quarterbacks he's played with because he's played with like fifteen of them in his like <laughs> yeah. time in Cleveland, and even just the way he talks. I was thinking of Colin a lot because he was the, the way he was talking about Joe Thomas and Mac That's and all those like O linemen and stuff. It was just like I was sick. Yeah. 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 Yep. Anyway, um, who are you taking? How much of a fan you are that you're watching O line? contract extension conferences yeah yeah exactly i i got to admit i didn't do that but after this i'm immediately going to you have to man it's so good yeah i'm gonna go um the magic harps myself (laughs) every week it's just like um i might beat him by a hundred yeah so also uh just to give jamie um i know i'm taking him here but also happy that he has george kittle back who looked good last week Yes, he did. But yeah. against the Rams might be a, a tough one. story, but yeah, yeah, I hear good you. luck. Good luck, pal. All right, where are we going next? Um, do you want to talk about – let's talk about the best team in the league. The 12th place Sith Lords yeah. yes. are taking on the 4th place Pontooners. Man, it's, it feels like every week you get to say they're the best team in the league. It feels like every week when you decide what matchups we're doing, um, you punt the Lords over because you have absolutely nothing to say about their team. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I actually just take whatever's the first ones on the list, but I'm realizing now that I'm talking out loud, maybe they give me the same. That's the like same a, ones every time. Like on the like the left columns always. Like, I don't right. know. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, continue. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Nick. It's not that Corey doesn't love you. It's it's all Yahoo's fault. Okay. Yeah. But here we are. I think Nick's team is is decent. 
I don't think he's the playoff powerhouse that he believes that he is. Um, He's definitely the best 12th place team in our league. Definitely. Uh, But I think when healthy, like he, he could win most weeks or like be in the conversation to win most weeks. And I like, I don't see him not winning this week. Uh, But again, there's a lot of health questions as of right now. I think it's the first time uh, this season, or at least in the last couple of weeks where he's not absolutely riddled with questionables. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only one at this point in time is Kyler Murray, which is obviously a big one, but I believe he practiced. He was just limited. Mm -hmm. Um, So if he can play, he's, he's seemingly full health. Um, Dalvin Cook is somehow playing, which I thought was was amazing given all the news going on, right? Oh. Um, yeah, and just like thinking about that story is absolutely bananas. Um, top to bottom, though, he's got a good team. He's got his keeper in Eli Mitchell, right? He's yeah. got his new elite tight end. Like his team looks good. Can you try and I say hit... his name? Yeah, Fryermuth. 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 Yeah, and they because the guys on the fantasy footballers always say the mooth is luth, and I think that's one of the funnier things that they say. Jesus. Yeah. And then when you flip over to pontooners, I mean, the story has been ongoing for for a couple of weeks. Doesn't take much. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, I think he saved himself from goldfish contention with that win last week. Like Who, somehow. Nick? Or the pontooners. No, the pontooners. Yeah. yeah. Jim Jimbo over here. Yeah. Um, six wins should keep him probably out of the playoffs, but like I don't know if he's does it though. Many games. Like yeah, if he like wins football. one more game, he's in probably. In the playoffs, you think? Maybe. 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 Yeah. I. I'm. You know what? Not that I'm, many weeks left. There's like five weeks left. Yeah, and I'll if I have him as my first round uh, opponent, uh, I'll be okay with that. Don't say like, that. Yeah. No, I know. Don't say but, it, dude. But you know what? Fuck it. Like, yeah. if I lose, I lose. Like, it's whatever. It's going to be because you said it. It's been a wild ride. <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy that I'm not trying to figure out if I should start Russell Gage or Elijah Moore in my wide receiver one like I had yeah. to do last year. Right. Right? Like, with, like, AB being my absolute best player. Right. So, I'm I'm just happy that I'm in contention this year. Anyways. Yeah, I th- I think James is maybe yeah maybe he's a bubble team. He's certainly out of the Goldfish Bowl, but his team is bad. Yeah, it is bad. <laughs> Top dude. to bottom, it is bad. Yeah. Mike Williams started off the season <laughs> real hot, but uh, has kind of been ho hum. Like uh, Justin Herbert oh. put up something ridiculous last week. He put up like thirty seven points. Yeah. yeah, he threw yeah. for I he think nine hundred yards. He ran one in. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mike Jesus Williams is getting Christ. two catches. Past three games, Mike Williams, five targets, two catches. Five targets, two catches. Five targets, two catches. So I think for whatever reason, he's a bum. He should be on a loser. He should be a loser too. Yeah. Um, His running backs suck. His wired receivers suck. His quarterback sucks. Yep. I guess he's got a good kicker in defense if you Mm -hmm. got to give him one thing. Like, good for you. Good for you, James. You did yep, it. Congrats. So, anyways, I uh, I gotta go the the DB Spa Lords this week. Yeah, I'm I'm also gonna take the uh, the Spa Lords. I just think top to bottom, they're better. Yeah. So, looking at rosters um, right now, I I honestly think that the Pontooners might have one of the the worst teams. So I'm going to change it up, and we're going to do gambling corner on the pontooners for nice, the first time ever. Nice, nice. You know um, what? You know what? Let's James. We always talk about how James is always in contention. He's always at yeah. the top. So it's time that we flip the script a bit. Mm-hmm. I agree, and that's why I wanted to do it because historically, like I don't know if this guy has ever missed the playoffs. Yeah, like, he's okay. Always a top four team. Okay. It's it's amazing the consistency. Yeah. Um. But but this year. You know, that's what happens when you keep a 37 year old Travis Kelsey. Like yeah. you just, you keep them too long and mm-hmm. they poop, they poop, they poop eventually. Right. Yep. And so anyway, who else did he, Oh, Derek Henry. I mean, yeah, like Derek that's Henry. obviously a giant blow, but that's the only reason he, he's six and three Even, right now. Exactly. It's because he was putting up 40 points a game. Like and a so freak. was Mike Williams. Exactly. So now that he's come down to earth and unfortunately he's had to deal with one injury this year. Yeah. Um, and then win with 78 points. <laughs> exactly fuck so 
His uh, he's gotten a little bit of luck, but I, I think the the roof is caving in on him right now. Right. So but he's anyway, got a sick I'm... logo. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Which is just more points to the the spa lords. True. Right. Yeah. So I'm true. going. Let's go the point spread. I'm going. I'm going. Spa lords are getting a minus fourteen. Ooh, that is nicely done. Mm. Uh. Mm. Mitchell against the Rams. I'm gonna say. Looks like Tubman Coleman's back. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to take the pontooners on the spread. All righty. There you go. You? I think, uh, I think, hey, Russell Wilson's back. Mm, yep. Against Green Bay, which is not great, but. But I don't know. Derek Carr against shit. Kansas City. Either one of those, I'm not. It's kind of like. Yeah, so-so. Anyways, no, I'm, I'm going to go the 14 and a half. I think. Uh, I don't know if Nick is is coming that close to his projected points, but mm-hmm. I don't. I know for sure the pontooners are not hitting ninety seven. You're gonna take the spot lords on the spread. Yes, sir. No, okay. Which brings us to the over under for the pontooners. Yep. I. Uh, what's the opposite of bullish? Bearish. Bearish, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, I'm putting the over under for the pontooners. I'm bearish on the pontooners. Eighty three point five. <sighs> Man, tell me I'm crazy for putting that. He's got Ty Johnson. I'm confident. Christian Kirk. Ty Johnson's over Devontae 10 Freeman. points like the last four weeks. Devontae Freeman's a touchdown the last, like, McKissick. what, three weeks? Then take it. Or two weeks. Yes, two put, touchdowns. Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> yeah, excuse me? No, I don't think, but I, I just don't. Like, I, I took the 14 and a half. Yes. But I don't know if the Spa Lords are hitting. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take. Fuck, he's probably sitting right around eighty-three. That's a great, a great total. Um, I'm gonna say he gets like eighty-five, eighty-six. I'll, I'll take the over. All right, there you go. Congrats, James. You're going under. Probably putting up. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. Okay. I just I know that these guys have been putting up a couple of points, like Kirk Johnson, Freeman. Yeah. Uh, even a, I guess McKissick has been mm-hmm. putting up a few points, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know. They're just. No one on this team is skilled. You can't like rely on anybody for a certain even even kinda... Carr or or Russell Wilson, whoever he's he's going to play, isn't like a locked in twenty points. Yep. No, I hear you. So I just and Kelsey. Uh, yeah. Anyways, top yeah. to bottom, it's just his lineup is a bit of a mess. So. I hear you, Sir James. Sir it's the James. first time in Baffle history that we're shitting on your team. So yeah, it kind of seems like it's been a theme the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, let's move over to the third place broskies and the seventh place brown cheeks mm. i think aj's team's kind of starting to find its groove a little bit yeah um gaskin managed 20 touches last week he finally handcuffed gibson um <laughs> who could be shut down any day yes his Boy. his receivers are starting to figure out are figured out a little bit so I'm kind of liking the way AJ's team is coming along. Um, I think the Broskies are kind of legit. Like they are, their life and death is is Taylor and Mixon. It, yeah, and then they also, I mean, they also have Barkley when Barkley comes back, if he's if he's healthy. If he ever comes back, yeah. At, at the wide receiver, obviously with like the Claypool injury and stuff, that's that's not great, but. Let's like Mixon's a top five running back this year. I'm Mixon pretty sure. And Taylor. Taylor's and Taylor. One. Top, Taylor's one. I think Mixon's three. Yeah. Three or four. Maybe may, he might even be two with Henry out. Who knows? That, that could be true. Anyway. This, this is why both, we need that. Both, guy. Yeah. Both those guys, phenomenal. Phenomenal this season. His wide receivers, straight trash. They're trash. <laughs> yeah. With Ridley gone, uh, Claypool's hurt. He looks like he's out probably, I know it says week to week. I was reading the old pro football doc. He's saying like he's out weeks minimum. So he's got Emmanuel Sanders, Rashad Bateman, and that's it to help him during his little push here. So you got to think probably somebody like Melvin Gordon is on the move for some wide receiver help potentially. Maybe. Um, if, I think that hinges on if Barkley comes back, right? Because 
it's it's tough to be a contender if you only have like two viable running backs. Yeah. Because someone's getting hurt. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Which is the toughest thing about the position, right? Mm-hmm. So he's in tough this week. Uh, and with that, I'm, like, I think, like I said, Rashad Bateman's going to have to move up to the wide receiver position for Claypool. And that puts Jamal Williams, newly acquired Jamal Williams into his flex this week. So I'm going to take uh, the brown cheeks. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever taken Cosgrove on this podcast. I hate everything about his team, um, especially with Mixon out, and now he's forced to start Melvin Gordon in, in RB2, and, and then shocking that he puts in a Baltimore Raven, eh, when he needs needs help. Yeah, shocking. Like, let's, yeah, color me shocked, eh? Unbelievable, this yeah. guy. Like, yeah. anyways, He doesn't deserve our picks. No. Which might which might work in his favor, and he's probably pretty happy about that. Actually, mm-hmm. fuck that. We're doing great on our picks this year. Yeah, Raffle we're doing awesome. Been kind enough to to summarize them and and keep our our totals. I don't know if he uh, has updated it based on our picks last week during our bye week, but mm-hmm. we're on fire. Right? Yeah, we're killing it. So when I pick AJ to win, AJ better be doing a little tap dance. He better be pretty excited. Yeah, I don't. Like you mentioned, Gaskin getting twenty touches, which is good, but it's still scary what he did with twenty touches, right? Like, like yeah, he didn't fall into the end zone. It's just like holy smoke. It just could be worse when you're looking at, you know, Gibson, Jacobs, Gaskin, and then you have the ability to put Patterson wherever you want. So yes, that is very helpful. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I I like his team, and yeah, Gibson is is worrisome that he. Is still playing. I don't know why he's playing. Shut him down. Like yeah, like a stress fracture in his shin, I believe. That yeah. that can't be fun. And he's been playing like shit ever since. So it's just like sit him down. Like anyway. Anyway, no, I I think that the the brown cheeks have a have a pretty deep team, and I'm gonna have to go with them. All right. Not because not because I I need to because I want to. Okay. I like that. Fair. Yep. All right. We get more than fair. Are we going to finish it off? This is the last one. No, dude. I think we have three more. <laughs> we've got the Mystics, Voldemort's. We've got the Zen Sharks and the Dog Pound. And then you've got oh, it's, it's the Hogs I, and the Offenders. It's because I skipped you. On your Sorry. list? Yeah, That's okay. I skipped you on our list. So, well, let's, uh, let's talk it back to, oh, obviously, one of, the, one of the most anticipated matchups that I've, I've been thinking about long and hard. The fifth place Offenders and the eighth place uh, Battle Hogs. This is a big one. This is a huge one. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about Brent's trade. Uh, yeah. I, I really like him acquiring Jefferson. I think an easy way, and we didn't mention this when breaking it down, if you're getting like the most talented player yes. in the trade, yes. it's, it's usually a win. And we yes. can't say Adib lost because he, he's getting productive players, but like mm-hmm. getting a Jefferson on your team, pairing him up with a DK Metcalf and still yeah. not really like not losing a player off your starting roster. Yeah. Um, it's, it's looking real good. Yep. That's um, a good way of putting he, it. He might at the end of the year be the highest scoring team. Like he might, mm-hmm. he might surpass me. Uh, also Corey, like I'll give you, I'll give you props. Like with the Henderson, Michelle acquisitions, like your team is finally shaping up a little bit here. Like you, you finally have like a running back that like runs the ball properly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but, but I will say that for, for maybe the first time all year, like your wide receivers are, are getting a little scary. Eh? Like Diggs yeah. is hot and cold all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like you would think, I don't know. I don't watch any Buffalo Bills games, to be honest. I sure shit didn't watch the Bills in Jacksonville, Yep. but but and he played okay but it's just like he's not he doesn't seem like they need to get him the ball or they're or they're focusing on getting him i mean the ball. they didn't and they scored six points against jacksonville yeah, exactly. so. so like something has to change but something's going on mm-hmm. between this year and last year which is mm-hmm. is kind of strange and now dj moore is catching passes from cam newton yeah breaking news not so great. yeah i don't know how confident you can how you can be in those guys mm-hmm. do you do you maybe want to comment um I guess all I could say is when you have the three wide receivers that I'm starting, you're not pulling them out for no any, anybody. You, and I think that's yeah. the shitty part is that you have to start these guys. 
Yes. Because they're yeah. still capable of absolutely dominating. That's right. The, the game. They're still the number one target on their teams, and they're going to yeah, have the most targets out of everyone. There's talent. Blah, all blah, that. Blah. Yep. And yeah, like it's not like I'm taking them out for anybody, but yeah, to say, am I was I happier last week with my wide receivers than this week? Yeah, mm. yeah, don't disagree. But I, I do think like if if I can get Sanders back and the Eagles continue to run the ball like they have been the last like since Sanders got hurt, basically, mm-hmm. um, I'm not mad at my like. I hope I can. Ma- I hope I make the playoffs. Yes. I'm kind of setting myself oh. up to the same as last year where I just uh, miss by like points four and then my team dominates the bottom. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because I'll ask you another thing about about your confidence level. This QB yeah. carousel that you're you're going on. Um, yep. Now you're you're firmly on the Carson Wentz train. Mm-hmm. Uh, second week in a row, maybe third week in a row. It's possibly. my third week in a row. So he is your starting quarterback. Yep. <laughs> Okay, on. let me That's put it no, let me put it this way. Let me let me put it this way. It's the easiest position to get points at, let's yes. say. So, who did they have? Let me see. Who did they have last the last 2 weeks? Cuz it was pretty Jets and Tennessee. Okay, so they had the Jets. Yes. Then they had Tennessee. Mhm. And he goes and to Jacksonville. No, I hey, I completely get it. I understand why you're playing him. It's just uh, maybe Carson Wentz just isn't like that sexy pick. Have you seen where he's at in terms of? He's very efficient. Have you seen what rank he's at in terms of quarterbacks this year? No. Let me pull it up. Because I was like, do you have this on you? Because I'm pretty you're, sure you're, he's definitely in the top confident. ten. Let's see. He's here. he's just he's too full of seventeen, eighteen point games. For me to be like, this is the guy that's going to win you the matchup, especially when you're playing Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's right? fair. Yeah. So, so on, on the whole, the Battle mm-hmm. Hogs have a good team. Yep. I just don't know if your team is capable of hanging with the offenders right now. Yep. Offenders are on a roll. Mm-hmm. All their players are are back, and mm-hmm. not the best matchups for them. But if we're doing a pick 'em, I I gotta go offenders here okay i'm hoping this one's uh i mean i don't hope it's close but i kind of feel like it might be um i'm gonna take my i'm gonna take the hogs i'm gonna take the hogs this is too big of a matchup to not take myself there you go. this is yeah you're gonna slip out of the playoffs i mean depending how yeah. other matchups go um no this, this is a this is the biggest this is the biggest <clears throat> this is the biggest match for me so far not not only does it get you secure you like a playoff spot for the Mm -hmm. time being like you could lose one or two of the next weeks and still be more than okay right because you're gonna bump you're gonna bump brent out yeah right so so you kind of can go from like eighth to like fourth type of thing right yeah that's like that's that's what i mean like this i guess probably yeah four or five like you'd be the top of those and then, teams. so I, I have Brent this week, and then I go to AJ next week. Yeah. Who's the same yeah. record as me as well right now. And then I got mm-hmm. the Zen Sharks, and then I think the the Mystics. So it's all yeah. teams that are, are in right and around this, this dog pile. So the next yeah. two weeks, when we're looking back at your team and we're giving out the regular season report cards, mm-hmm. um, these, these two weeks are going to be your pivot weeks. This is it. Here we go. This is it, man. Okay. I need like a. I need like a DK Medcat. I need like a Lamar Jackson injury tonight. <laughs> That's what I need. Wouldn't not that, that I want to hope. Hey, if we can talk that, anything but... into existence, I'm not thinking anything catastrophic, <laughs> but just like a nagging ankle injury. Or just like a halftime diarrhea that just like <laughs> yeah, puts they, him out for the rest of the game. Like he's okay as a person, but just like Is also he? he's banged up. I mean, whatever. Yeah. He does charity work, I suppose. He's going to kill Miami tonight. It's going to be so yeah. annoying. Yeah. It is. Fuck. I just need him kind of banged up for like Cleveland to end him. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. There. Anyway, that's all I want. Congrats to Brent for putting together a little squad here. He's he has zero depth whatsoever. His bench is an absolute shit show. Like if he gets another, if if one of his running backs go down, he's he's toast for the rest of the year. But I think, congrats to him. He's put together a nice little squad here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what happens if he draw if like Robinson gets banged up again? 
He starts Dernis. I guess this week which is, is fine. Which but... is fine for this week, but yeah. yeah. Ooh, good luck. Yep. Um hopefully I'm sure he'll be uh he'll be looking for some depth there next week for the trade deadline. Anyway, nice little plug for our trade deadline episode. Right. Let's uh move over to the sixth place dog pound and the ninth place Zen Sharks. <laughs> the Zen Sharks look absolutely nuts. <laughs> Like, yeah. aside, like they look nuts, dude. Look at this lineup. Land like Mahomes, who's like complete dog shit right now. QB twenty. Yeah, I don't. Jar- know Jarvis Landry, I can't say a bad thing about Jalen Waddle, which I think is a, he's he's a wide receiver too. Like people don't think he is, he's a wide receiver. Kenyon Drake, Naheem Hines. <laughs> I don't even know like what Harris's first name is. Deontay, Deontay Harris. Yes. Um. The wide receiver four for the New Kyle Pitts. Pitts over Higby might be the only spot that he outscores the dog pound this week. Hey, Patrick Mahomes is QB six. What's Matt Stafford? QB three. There you go. No, it just it's it's shocking because I honestly thought he was dog shit. But I think the start of the year he threw he threw for enough. Yep. That uh Yep. But man, he's got like a seven point seven, fourteen, and ten in mm-hmm. the last three mats mm-hmm. weeks. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Ugly. Robert and Pierno and Pierno were like high fiving each other, butt tapping each other this week, like reading the trades coming in, probably. Like they see Henderson leaving, they're like, Oh baby, they see Chubb leaving, they're like, We've got somebody else officially in the mix for Chomps. Mm-hmm. Like right. And I know and this isn't even a chirp on the sharks because he knew what he was doing and he 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 said it he's like i don't like pitts is my keeper and i don't care about having to take care of chomps for a year yep <clears throat> he says that he's like yeah it's just a fish Ugh. it's like pretty annoying yeah I, and i want to say that because sorry i know we're like hijacking the he can hear you i right? just so you know who chomps yeah Oh, don't worry. Not a bad thing to say about him. Okay. Um, just call him see, annoying. That's fine. We have a, we have a no. Main maintaining him is annoying. Yeah. Okay. Him himself is a great guy. Okay. One of my best friends. Yeah. Um. Wow. Like I know it's going a little bit long, but that's what happens when you have a bye week, right? Like you mm-hmm. just have. Yeah, we got so much all of this pent out. up uh, energy. Yeah. Like yeah. when bobby when i was chatting with him about trying to trade mm-hmm. he's terrified of chomps so was i but yeah so was and, i last year and and that's it it's like people are so afraid of the goldfish that it paralyzes them yeah. and i'm i want to report firsthand as i'm staring at my guy it's it's not that bad at all like the tank is is like megan's remark like oh the tank looks pretty nice mm-hmm. Um, it's not like an eyesore by any means. He's kind of cool to look at. He is, he's a thick boy, yep. like flying around out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's soothing. Like the, like the filter, like the yeah, we can hear and everything. Yeah. It's very, yeah. it's very Zen, mm-hmm. uh, which maybe is what Sheen is looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's on, brand, on, the, yeah. on the flip side, it's not a, a cakewalk. Right. Like it, it isn't, you do have to change the water mm-hmm. every week. You got to feed him. You got to give him enough light or you, you know, algae develops in his tank. And like, right. You sure as shit don't want to fucking kill the thing. No, 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 no. Uh, so it's it's enough work where you're just like, I wish I didn't trade Kyler Murray last year. But it's not so much of a hassle that you can refuse, like you can label uh, Dallas Goddard as untradeable. Right. <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. He's like an in-between. He's certainly yep. a deterrent, but... Um, Hey, it's not bad. Okay. Anyways, that that's also maybe a little plug for the trade deadline. Like, let's start getting things reffed up. You don't have to be scared shitless of a goldfish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Back to the matchup. No, that's good. Back to the matchups. So I'm taking the dog pound. Really? I guess so. His team looks really bad, eh? Like, but I it guess it doesn't look great. But I'm taking is, him. Is Rogers back? Uh, potentially. What what does that mean? Like he's got a. Well, I think well he's not vaccinated, so it's two weeks unless he can give like, I think it's like two negative so tests now he's, or whatever. Now he's probably waiting for negative tests, right? Yeah, yeah. It, so it's okay. up in the air. Yeah. Now I, I think it's not so much an indication that the dog pound is any good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of a 
the Zen Sharks have pillaged their team. So, yeah, yeah I'll go the Dog Pound as well just because, I mean, Jalen Waddle is your best player. Yep. He's going to hate that we didn't call Kyle Pitts his best player, but it's because yeah. yes. he's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just be zen about it. Take some yeah. deep breaths. Just be zen. Ooh, yeah. Cool that. Also, um, just a little, I don't know when it was. It was a number of weeks ago when everyone was swapping their names around to spa lords and spa yeah. skis and stuff like that. And Devin yeah. put a full stop to that. He wanted a commissioner to step in yeah. and outlaw name changes in the yeah. middle of the season. Yeah. And uh, he's the latest culprit, so I found that interesting. Yep, a little hypocritical. Yeah, cult. maybe uh, Kamish will talk about that next week. Yeah, he's got a lot of issues to run through. I don't know. Yeah, I Might don't have know. to be a two-parter. <laughs> maybe. All right. All okay, right. let's Moving go on, on to the last one here. Yeah, second place Voldemort's, tenth place Mystics. Um, Adib is is a capital C confident when yeah. talking about his roster, and yeah. I'll give him like for once all the trades that he's been making. He mm-hmm. They're not complete poo. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls his team the budget magic carps, and like honestly, that it's offensive. Right. It's offensive. No, well, like no, it's I, offensive. I it's offensive to me. Like I should be taking offense. Yeah, I think it's oh. completely offensive. Like, I think like he's a contender. Like, would you put it like top four? You can't team? compare your teams whatsoever. You're, he's no, not a budget team. He has Alvin Kamara, and his next best running back is James Conner. I know. He doesn't even have two starting running backs. You have three of them. He's not of a budge like he has it like I'm not I'm not this isn't like a chirp like he's like his team is good don't get me wrong his team is good it's just like he's not a budget magic carps yeah well right I I was trying to pump him up a little bit but you know I'll I'll take that compliment yeah my team is stacked that's if, it's not a chirp on a div like his team is good I'm just saying it's like the comparison yeah. ain't great wait if you if you if my team doesn't win. That's that's a joke, right? I'm not going that far. Okay. It's fantasy football. Anything can happen. No, no, I know. But when you're just like, if you're just looking purely at our rosters and you hold everything else constant, my team is far and away the best. We'll see what happens. Hey, I have a question for you because I have a question for you because Robert Blizz is sitting on a deep steam. Yeah. If I recall correctly, did you want to draft Robert Woods over Cooper Cup? Yes. Yes. Because and I recall, I, re- I recall Robert Woods going, and you being like, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like, oh. And I'm all a- you're doing is talking about cup this, cup that, cup this, and I'm just like, the guy didn't even want him. I wouldn't say I didn't want him, but I definitely thought Robert Woods was was. I thought Robert Woods was going to be the Cooper Cup this year. I would like to see the magic poops with Robert Woods over Cooper Cup. Not that you do, wouldn't have won some of like, like I, do a deep dive on on what my record would be. Yeah, somebody yeah, should well, do that. If, if I had a pen and paper, I would write that down. But here, maybe I'll. Maybe somebody should do that. Somewhere. Well, I can do it. Okay. I'll. Because you had there. some what you had some book cakes, but the guy against you always had a book cake too. Yeah, it might be right. Might like be you're still place. putting up like probably a hundred you know, 30, 120 most weeks. <laughs> like if you look at Cooper Cup, he's had some absolutely insane weeks when I've absolutely needed it. Like right. he's had two 32-point weeks. Jesus. He's had a 29, a 21, a 26, a 20. Like his bad games are 13 to 15 points. Yeah. yeah right. Jesus. I fucking love that guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, where, where, where were let's, we? Let's, we haven't All even right. started talking oh, about yeah, this the, matchup. The budget magic carps, right? Yeah. That aren't the budget magic carps. Because yeah. I, I think, yeah, I was going to say, like, his team is good. He just doesn't have, like, a really sexy name. And it's kind of mm-hmm. sad that Alvin Kamara is no longer considered, like, that hotness anymore. Right. Like, he's, he's probably easily a top 10 mm-hmm. running back. But mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, he's been doing it so long. And he's not, he's not getting the help that he needs because the offense is pretty one dimensional. But, right. Um, no, his team is still, is still good. Mm-hmm. Like I'd certainly, if you had to rank like a top four contender, he'd probably be in that group. Yep. Um, and then I I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying about Noel's team after like one of the historically bad performances in this league. I guess yep. like he can only go up. Like if we're trying to be positive here, mm-hmm. like he can only go up. Mm-hmm. I, we've talked about it multiple times, maybe every week, where like every single on his every single player on his team puts up bombs or duds, right? Like there's usually no in between. And um, I, I did do a little bit of research okay. 
over the last like here's some guys guys on his team their scores over the past four weeks <laughs> so starting week six to week 10 okay um kirk cousins put yeah. up 28 then he was on bye they put up 13 and 21 okay aaron jones 19 6 20 5 mm. terry mclaurin 5 mm. 21 5 mm. by week Daryl Williams, 22, mm. 6, 14, Ooh. 8. <laughs> like, it's a complete roller coaster with yeah. all of these guys. Yeah. And if you look at it, I think the, the problem is is that, like, he gets really big weeks, mm-hmm. right? Like, week 6, he got, like, a 19, a 28, a 22. Mm-hmm. And then the following week, you know, two sixes and a bye week. Right. You know, last right. week, he got a 5, a bye, a 2, a mm-hmm. 20, and a 9. Like, he just like can't string it all together, right? Yep. And I think that's his that's his big problem. And when he doesn't have Jamar Chase, who's on a bye, you know, getting ninety yard touchdowns against everyone but the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Uh, it's it's a struggle bus for him. So, but I think that's kind of like an indication of everyone in the league is just like consistency is always going to be a huge problem. But it's just like pointing out his kind of bigger stud players. Right. Like there's a huge no consistency, yeah. None at all. So yeah. he's uh he's struggling right now, but like a win a win this week gets him right back into the thick of things. Yep. However, I, I don't know if like I don't know if he can handle too many more losses. No. But I don't know I don't know what his kind of path to victory is this week. No. Like his team I, doesn't look great. I agree. And I think looking through maybe I need to backtrack my a deeps team is not a budget team of yours mm. because with hunt you, back yeah you know his running back situation could look a heck of a lot worse yeah like james connor's as a three yeah like that's not bad at all i think and Pittman's solidified himself as you know a wide receiver one mm-hmm. i would say yeah. um robert woods is a bit hot and cold debo's obviously had an incredible season to this point i think Ayuk's finally figuring it out, which, yes. and with George Kittle back, I think he takes a bit of a, a bit of a hit in his production. Mm-hmm. But it's I like, would be worried about Debo if they consider pivoting to Trey Lance near the end of the year, mm-hmm. right? Like Jimmy, like they've lost four out of five, no, five out of six. Yep. The team itself is struggling, mm-hmm. even though Debo's having a great year. Mm-hmm. Are they? going to swap over to Lance and what does that do to Debo maybe he holds steady and he continues his output but maybe the team kind of takes an even bigger nosedive yeah. right, in terms of production yeah so that would be something I'd, I'd be worried about because he has him as like an every week plug and play like right wide receiver one right anyway but I, I do think the rest of his team, he's got Jordan Howard and Boston Scott on his team. And I, I find that just amazing. This is like, yeah, and like Jacoby Myers, and he's got he another has, kicker uh, on his team. I'm yeah, like, what's two he kickers, doing two defenses, two Philadelphia Eagle running backs. Two kickers, two defenses, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Anyways, well, I, I think I'm he's going with win. the Voldemorts, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely one of the better teams, so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that does it. That, Holy those are smokes. This is a long one. This was a long one, but hey, that's expected when it's yeah. uh, off the bye week. Yeah, exactly. Just full of energy. Okay, well, we'll see you next week for the trade deadline. Absolutely. All right. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Go Mavericks.